All right, we're back. What's up, friends? We did it. We're in the new spot in the new podcast lounge. This is the first episode here. Yes. Pretty psyched about it. Uh, it's a construction zone right now. <laughs> the dawn of a new generation really right here, is. gentlemen. It's pretty, pretty echoey. So super psyched. We got uh, in the lounge with us a incredible drummer. He came in from out of state, which I really appreciate, man. You're definitely the furthest, <laughs> the furthest guest we've had. So uh, with us is Brucifer. What's up, man? How's it going? Good, um, dude. You do validate, right? I, I have some... I got some gas beforehand. I need to. Oh yeah, indeed, indeed, indeed. Talk to the I attendant was, on the way out. I was told at least I was going to at least have her DM of some kind. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, I've offered you like three things and you haven't accepted anything. Yet. It wasn't the right thing. It wasn't the right thing that I was wanting. He's so. cold hard cash. Yeah, I was like, I, I was making that universal sign for money where you rub your fingers together. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't because it was dusty. It was because I needed a couple bucks. <laughs> indeed, I hear that. I, especially because uh, she's going shopping, so right? you're definitely going to need Exa- some. Yeah, who the fuck? paying for that yeah it's not her it's gonna be a expansive trip when all of a sudden <laughs> indeed, a three indeed. hour cruise you uh, said coming up from ohio yeah, three Ooh. hours yep yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh, but you've been to grand rapids before uh i i have to say i have to have been yeah. i don't i don't remember why or, yeah, or yeah, i know yeah. i've been up this this way before i had right i had a couple of buddies who lived in um Ypsilanti, we would maybe we would mm-hmm. come up here this way too. So I, I've I've been through here. It looks it looks familiar, but yep. I don't get out all that much. <laughs> yeah, well, nobody does anymore. Have uh, you ever been over to like the beach? We were talking about a little no, bit online. I have not over to West Michigan. That's what I was saying in the summer. Like I wish it was summer. You'll have right. to come back in the summer and we'll go over there because like, yeah, no, it'll kind of blow your mind. I did not know it. that Michigan had a beach for some Bro, reason. <laughs> it, it has one of the best beaches that in the really? world. <laughs> yeah, it's wow. the West Michigan beaches in Muskegon and Grand Haven and. I yeah. would love to come back and check that out for sure. Hell yeah, man. In the summer, and we'll have the fucking party spot open here. <laughs> Shit's <laughs> wild, man. You always hear people talking about the ocean, and it's so mind-blowing. And the first time I we went to the ocean, I was like, it's the exact same yeah, thing. Because, right. you know, it's, Lake it's Michigan worse. is yeah, as you, far as the eye can yeah, see. Yeah, it's know? all it's water. Like, so yeah. it's like, you could tell me it's the Atlantic Ocean. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, great. <laughs> the biggest sand dune in the world uh, was where we grew up in Muskegon. Mm-hmm. And they mined it all for uh, casting parts in Detroit. Over, over the years, you know, for the automotive industry. Mm-hmm. So it's gone. But just to give you, like, an idea of, like, the amount of sand and shit over there, it's... You know, I yeah. had no I had no idea. Yeah, it's wild, man. <laughs> it's like it's wild. No idea. It's wild. All right, so what I want to do, I saw you play your show at mm-hmm. Tony Piccoli's birthday party. <laughs> yes. What I want to do is try to describe uh to to shave man here in Austin to the audience what it is that you do and then you can tell me well if you can if you can do it that would be awesome because right. i honestly don't know all right so, so you he, can tell me what i did and here's, <laughs> here's what it was here's what it was he sets up a video screen with a projector and then uh plays these crazy fucking videos on the screen and then drums along to it and it's a combination of like drumming like musical drumming and like also like it's almost like foley that goes along with the video with like effect like on the drums like sounds that go with the the movies that you're playing wow and it is hilarious and wildly entertaining and i was like i was so fucking blown away by it when (laughs) when tony told me before the show what you did i was like okay i didn't know what to expect and like 
I was right in front of you. Yep. And uh, um, you're actually in my uh, YouTube videos. I good. Yeah. So you, you can see. <laughs> I was <laughs> when there's when the shots behind me. You can I I could see you're just like looking around. And Bro, like, oh, yeah. I was grinning ear to ear. <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, the dude next to me, some random guy I don't know, passed me a joint right when. It might have been so, the same guy who was yelling at me because he was trying to pass me a joint. Like he. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, go go. There was a guy who. Uh, so from where I where I was sitting, you know, facing the audience, he was like over here to my left a little bit and he just in one of the one of my youtube videos yeah. you hear him going hey hey, hey. And I look at him yeah. and he goes like this and i'm like no no it's okay and then so i'm like focused on away from him yeah yeah and yeah he, I, you can still hear him going hey hey do it and i'm so like, I was oh, like come on bro like you yeah, said, said no, no. I mean, you're like you're performing bro. Out of like, his you're lucky mind. i'm playing yeah. right now because i get yeah. out of my seat and come over here and brain you <laughs> yeah 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 but no, it was it was uh, it was awesome. Yeah, so, what's man. the deal with the videos? Are these videos that you create? Are they videos that you find online? Or no. Like, what's so the deal with those? It's a long. I mean, it's not really a long. I guess it could be a long story. Depends on how much you really want to know. Um, so, Brucifer came from a previous band I was in called Killbot Zero, which was pretty not really popular, but we were making a name for ourselves and doing similar things. Okay. So we started playing as an instrumental band in two thousand and six or seven i guess it was just me and a friend who played guitar so initially when we started playing it was guitar and drums and then we'd program we'd write songs just like a traditional way but we would uh throw them through the pa uh the bass and the keyboard sounds and we'd have a click so we'd be wearing headphones okay um and it would be panned so like one side would be click for us the other side would be the tracks for the audience so then all together it sounds like a full band yeah so what type of music was that? Was that like it's a crazy, like animals as leaders so, type crazy uh, instrumental stuff? It was like, you know it was more guitar driven with some okay. keyboards as like a back as like a, a supplement. Okay, but so it was you know because my buddy Chris you know he was really good at guitar so he would he would do more guitar stuff. Yeah. Um, as we got older, well he's a little bit older than I am, but as as we progressed, you know we couldn't play shows as often because our songs were difficult. <laughs> and um, we decided that when we would play, so I, we used to have an iPod. And so we basically say, all right, you ready to go? Yes. That's so you, all we did it to back play, in the day on an and iPod. And so it would be like, one, two, three, yep. four. And then we just start playing. Okay. Yeah. So as a song would end, you have like a five second gap and then the second song starts. Yep. What it turned out to be was like a 30 minute song with no real, yep. like no one knows when it starts and ends because you're just playing. But it was like, okay, one whole thing. Sure. Then <laughs> I had the bright idea to use. I had a friend who was better at the visual stuff. He just said, Look, I can, you have existing songs. I can make music videos and put them on a, on a DVD for you. So then we had an Xbox that I brought to shows. This is, this is how primitive we were. An Xbox, <laughs> and we had a, sh- a TV shelving unit. It was like one of those wire racks, it was like a four foot thing that I, had a, I put in my car. And a 40-inch flat-screen TV that I would also bring with bungee yeah. cables that I had wrapped around it so it wouldn't fall over. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, so I'm hooking up an Xbox so that we, I can play music. <laughs> so it was, and yeah. Gears of War if the yeah, uh, movie like, yeah, like <laughs> If shit goes sideways, at least I have a backup plan. Right. Like, hey, why don't you play games, guys? Um, so... You invented Twitch. I, was gonna ask you I, mean, I, I will another another lawsuit that I'll be looking into here soon. Um, so then we would play. Basically, what happened was we hit play, and there'd be more visual elements, so that way it would it would divide up the songs a little bit better. Like one yeah. song would have the old Mario cartoon show. One had like Godzilla. Okay, just like stupid stuff. It wasn't really synced up well. Yeah, and then. Um, 
we there's a guy his name's Ron Jarzenbeck. I don't know if you have heard of him or if you uh-huh. Okay, we need to look in and you we will check him out later because that's yeah. what this is he's the one that I got the idea from. Okay. He took movies and he edited them down. So he took out all the boring stuff, all the talking, all the whatever. It is strictly just action or interesting visual things. Yeah. And wrote the music to it. Yeah. So that and that's what I do. Okay. Um, we started to do that in Killbot Zero. We were, it was harder for us to do. We did it though, and uh, what we did was we'd write song, we'd find a movie we liked, we'd take out all the boring stuff and try to make it like a three to eight minute thing. You know, nothing too crazy. The biggest one we did was 20 minutes, <laughs> and it was the Transformers 1986. Oh, so, nice. that's yeah. A good so one. that yeah. that's that's on YouTube. You can watch that, and it's you know with the finished audio and stuff. Um, it, it's kind of split up into little vignettes, I guess, if you want to call it that way. It, it does have repeating themes that go over for the the whole song, but you can tell where a song, like a section, will end. It's like, all right, Chris wrote this section, but I wrote this section, so we kind of pieced it all together. Right. But then as as we kept going. We, I, I had actually, so are you familiar with Tim and Eric? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it, Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric was on your stuff. Yes. Yeah, Tim, and, yeah. Tim and Eric are a huge influence on me yeah, in yeah. general. It reminded me, your whole thing reminded me of that and like Adult Swim vibes yeah, so, and all that kind of shit. <laughs> Tim and Eric are a huge influence on me. I love those guys. I love the green screen weirdness. I love the, you know, uh, the awkward visual, like uh, this people, that weird shit. It's just stupid. Yeah. But I went to see them. In a, in a live setting, um, in 2010, I think they played in Columbus. Okay, what they did was they would come out as their characters, like a particular set of characters, and they would do a little bit of a, a thing. Yep, they would leave to go change into a different outfit or do a different thing. But as they were changing, the, a TV would come on, yeah, and they would be playing skits from yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, and they're perfect for what I was doing because it's like they're 30 seconds to a yep. minute long. So what I started to do, and we did it in Kill by Zero too, is I would take my favorite little clips and I'd put them in between our, our songs. So it's like, Oh, okay. This song ends. Here's a commercial. It's ridiculous. It's a guy shitting himself in like yeah. plastic pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. No, it's yeah. like some guy who's uh, advertising <laughs> a, an apple that makes you go to sleep and then wakes you up with diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> the and, classics playing the hits. Yeah, just, I mean, I'm just going right for the hits. Um, <laughs> so we did that. And so that kind of gave a, a, what I thought was cool about it. Well, yeah, I'm ripping them off, but cause I, this is something they did. Yeah. But it was also like entertaining. So like you come to watch us play and you see like, all right, these guys are good at their instruments and this is a cool video. But then, oh, that's funny. That's really funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't create the videos, but I mean, I yeah. at least put it out there. So you, some people who had never seen Tim and Eric before were like, holy shit, that's really yeah. funny. Yeah. And so that's basically how Brucifer kind of came out of that because eventually Chris had, he had never really liked playing out. He loved writing music. He loved like work. We still work together and stuff, but he just never liked playing out. And I was always like, I want to play shows. I mm-hmm. want to do this as much as possible. And so like he semi, I guess you want to call it retired yeah, from yeah. the live scene or whatever. And I'm like, well, I, I need to do this more. Yeah. Um, I had tried figuring out a way to do it. And this was um, someone had dubbed me Brucifer. And I was like, you know what? That's yeah. an amazing name. So I yeah. thought it was cool. And like, yeah. I, I kind of ran with it. Yeah. Uh, my sure. first, the first name that I came up with for my solo thing was called the conundrum because it was drum. Uh, <laughs> but it, you know, it's, it's, it was okay. It's well played. I, you know, well played. Yeah, I was like, it's, it's cool, I guess, but Brucifer just makes yeah. way more sense, yeah. you know? And so now, th- and that's basically all I do now is I just, I'll find a video, a movie I like, and I'll cut it down and I'll try to find something interesting about it, write music to it. Yeah. And then, 
go out. Because so, there was like Doctor Strange was yeah. part of it. There was that whole uh, clip where he's in the fucking in the, yeah, in the space the, the and, ma- and the multiverse yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There, I had there was a few songs I didn't even get to play because I didn't have a full. I didn't have a whole lot of time for the set. It was yeah. like thirty minutes. Yeah. I, I have more that I haven't even played. Yeah. So like the next time I play, I can I have a wide array of songs that yeah. I can choose from. So what's your uh, sweet spot? Are you playing like he mentioned? You guys are playing at a birthday party. Like, are you doing kind of private shows more? Are you playing been, in bars no, for we, audiences? We usually, or what's we usually the just played. We usually just play bars. Okay. There's a bar in Bowling Green that we would. It was our home camp. It was called Howard's Club H, and it's it's still. There. I mean, it's still there. We still play there. I still play there. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite places to play. And actually Tony uh, Piccoli and I had talked, you know, we're going to try to set up a show this spring yeah. in Bowling Green. So, oh, cool. Mark your calendars down for March or April. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, Killbot Zero opened up for Guar in, uh, 2014. Nice, oh nice. man, that's amazing. Yeah. Man. But I mean, it was, it was, there were like six, it was Corrosion of Conformity and then Guar, they played at Harpo's. Yeah, and we opened for them. I mean, we opened for Corrosion of Conformity because we were the last local band to play. There was like four local bands. Yeah, they had to sell tickets, and the amount of tickets oh, yeah. you you know you, yeah, you know been, that deal. Oh, so yeah, I've been doing I, all I that. bought all the tickets, and then I was yeah. just giving away <laughs> yeah. to friends. Yep. Like, I, like I want the <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I want to play. You know. Yeah, so yeah. and uh, that's that, what they're counting on. Really, that was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool. And it was a great experience. Um, but we played. I don't even know how many people were there. It was it was a big big turnout so yeah that was really cool what was the first uh at your set what was the first video it was like the guy that fights the nazis like the 80s oh uh kung fury i feel like i'd seen that before or something yeah that came out in 2012 i believe okay and it was uh but goddamn dude i mean that like and that's the one to open with dude that one was i mean like the yeah. other ones are great too but like right. especially coming right off of that i was just like crying laughing you yeah know? that uh, i don't i don't remember how i found that but it was something i think there was a kickstarter or a gofundme or oh a, yeah okay somebody was trying to make a movie now the guy who made the movie was the guy who um was fighting all the nazis oh okay, okay in yeah, that yeah. video he was the guy who was he was shooting the arcade game and all that stuff that guy is like the visual effects guy yeah and clearly can, yeah yeah yeah. you can look him up and and there's like a behind the scenes all this green screen stuff they were right, doing right right and um it's, you know, it's really cool yeah. and so I, I i think i paid like i contributed 25 bucks and i got a i got a hd download like the a, a digital copy of the right, movie right right and so i just chopped it up yeah and yeah. actually i didn't chop anything that's that I, one was like all yeah. i did was like i just cut all the talking parts so it goes oh, in, okay. in succession of like when it starts to when it ends and like it's about a 30 minute movie okay. altogether. Yeah. i made it down to eight minutes i didn't know there even was it doesn't need talking it's so yeah. it's better without yeah, probably it's a, like, um <laughs> i think the gist of it is that guy had a partner who died and he went back in time to save him ends up having to fight Hitler, you know, yeah. the usual shit. That's it's a game like, winning formula yeah, for sure. I mean, you can't go wrong. And it's, it, it, like I said, it's good. It's, it's, it's cheesy. It's campy, but it's really, yeah, it's, but, but it's, it's perfect. But it's what doing. it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah. yeah. So that was, yeah, that so, was the Kung Fury. So to give you an idea, it was like when the dude, like if he busts out like a Gatling gun and just do, 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 do he's doing like double kick or like snare to like okay. go along okay. with like those sounds and shit. Right. Yes. Like it kind of like the theory, lines up. the theory was initially I was trying to do, every single nuance that was happening but what i found was like the drums you didn't have any room to groove or flow yeah sure, sure. you know you're real chaotic and like yeah. whatever and some of that and sometimes i will do that because yeah. it makes sense for it but what i what i started to do was like big things like machine gun explosion or little things like that i can put hits in and then i have room to 
be more of a normal songwriting where you're like, all right, yeah. you know what? We don't have to hit every single change. But right. It, so right. there, so it's a, it was a healthy mix of both. Right. Yep. And, um, it, it was a process for sure. <laughs> Are you doing it to a click then? Yeah. So what I, what I do is I use Reaper yep. and then uh, reason and I have them in rewire mode. Yep. So as I'm watching the movie, I'm, I'm like, all right, here's an explosion. I will zoom in frame by frame till when it starts go over to Reaper, uh, I'm sorry, go over to Reason and put a little click or I'll make a mark or whatever, like a a note. Yeah. Do that all the way through. And then I just start writing stuff and like, oh, here's a bunch in a row or here's here's that spot like what you were saying with the machine gun. And I just put like, like just bass drums in it. Like, so I know that at some point I have to hit a bunch of bass drums here. (laughs) Oh, okay. And so then like, and then if there's a spot where I know I'm not going to hit individual movements and it's just like all right this guy is going to be fighting a, a sea of nazis this would be a cool spot for a guitar solo keyboard solo yeah, section yeah. which is what i did right right and then as things changed i would change too so you got a click going in your ear though yeah so I may, so the way i do it is i have the bass the keyboards i hear everything okay yeah and, and then the click is just panned hard left is your click because you're not like it's from reason. Yeah, so but but is it uh is your click changing tempos and shit? Because it's not like like I mean it is, but it's not because you're doing all this crazy stuff and it's mixed to a movie. Like I was thinking about how you were doing it while you were doing it. I'm sure. like, how's he doing it? And I'm like, is this as your click like moving tempos and shit and like um, changing the like way that? I do it? I can't actually uh, change the tempos. So when I have it, I have to pick a tempo and then write to it. Um, but what you're hearing, well, when you when you see me play, I have a cowbell that I manipulate i guess i can yeah. have it i can stretch it out to be shorter or longer or whatever but like usually i just have a, a, a midi drum track that i'm hearing uh and then like if i'm if there's a gap where i'm not playing it'll have count-ins so yeah. I'll, you'll hear a four yes. count of yeah, a cowbell yeah. and then sure. i'm like all right now i need to go but wait you're saying you can't change the tempo you're listening to the track out of reason uh i export the audio and then i import it into uh like iMovie or Final Cut. Yeah, your your and final then, thing, but that's after you've written everything. Mm-hmm. So right. what? Uh, so I guess ask me again because I so think I'm gonna confuse myself. What, well, what I'm envisioning and <laughs> okay. is like, and you probably you, maybe you're not doing it like this, but I mm-hmm. thought maybe like, okay, you got scene changes uh, in these movies, mm-hmm. and you're doing all this crazy drum shit, and it's kind of like all over the place in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking, like, is like this one clip. At 120 oh. BPM, and then you got to change it to 135 to match with this next no. thing, and it's like crazy shit like that. Nope. So when you see like the Kung Fury was all one tempo, okay. Every, all the songs that you saw me perform were all one tempo, okay. Whatever that tempo happened to be, yeah. it was that way throughout. So you just pick what feels right, and then yeah. you just work it. Yeah. So if I yeah. if I have a particular idea that I'm I'm liking, I'm like, all right, this tempo is at 138 yeah. or whatever. So then I'll just I'll start gotcha. something. Gotcha. Gotcha. But um, I can change the feel based on how I play the drums. Uh-huh. So like a metric modulation kind of thing. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's usually just one tempo for the whole song, and then whatever the next tempo is. Gotcha. Be that. Okay. And okay. then so I have my own count-ins and that kind of sure. stuff. Sure. So do you still have your buddy help? You said back in the day when you first started, you had a guy kind of helping with the videos. Is he still your partner nope. in crime? You're doing nope. that all I do, solo I, now? I do it all myself. One-man operation? Yeah, because I mean, I I learned um, through Chris, my Killbot Zero partner, he was the one who showed me how to like edit videos and stuff. And I mean, I thought it was impossible like because... At the time, I had no idea what I was doing, but it's how when I found out how simple it was yeah, to just cut hard. things out, I was yeah. like, "Oh, I can do this myself." <laughs> so process time, and this is kind of an impossible question, but what's the difference between doing something like that versus just writing a song from scratch? It seems like it's got to be so much more complicated yeah. to kind of sync everything up and yeah. you know video editing inside. But it took—I mean, to write, I can, I can shit out a song 
in an afternoon probably and i'm not saying it's a good song or a bad song i could just i could give you a song today it's the nickelback model yeah. right yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but to do guy. to do what what i do now is it's it is very time in, in, in intense you know because you have to one you have to find the movie you like it then you have to edit it down then you have to come up with some musical content that you want to go into right now i can't now i'm not gonna i'm not trying to brag but I can play the guitar a little bit. Now, not enough that I could ever be in someone's band, but like I've been, I noodle on the guitar, and that's how I kind of come up with riffs and stuff. And then like once I figured out something I like, I'll put it on the computer. It's, so yeah, it takes a while. I would imagine it would take me at least a month if I'm really in the Ooh. zone to get like go. If I'm like every day, I'm doing it, you know. And, and, and honestly, I haven't been like that lately. <laughs> so how are you finding these clips? Like, oh. is it stuff you've seen before? Are no. you just scouring? Uh, well, Do you have like Strange a go-to was, thing? Doctor Strange was easy for me because Doctor Strange is my favorite Marvel character. And so when I saw the movie it came out in 2016, I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely, like, I'm definitely <laughs> doing something to this. Um, I ask people all the time, like if they have stuff that they think is weird to send it my way. So I have people constantly saying, you should watch this movie. It's got yeah. some weird trippy stuff. Yeah. Um, action movies are good. Superhero movies are, you know, like stuff that you know is going to have a lot of visual stuff. That's usually my like bread and butter. Okay. Um, I I have a video that I did that was, uh, it was called the, the Story of Ricky. I don't know if you're familiar with that movie. It's from the 90s or maybe late 80s. But it sounds familiar. I don't think it's a kung fu that, movie yeah. about a guy who, who, get, who breaks out of prison and the warden turns into some monster and it's totally... Oh, is that the one? You played that one too? Yeah, it's totally dude, weird. And it's fucking like, bizarre <laughs> shit, dude. It's all claymation-y. Yeah, he rips, off this, he rips off the warden's head and like, <laughs> he, he gets thrown into a meat grinder which is yeah. conveniently in a prison <laughs> yeah. and he's just like shoving his head down. It's bloody. It's you know, it's, yeah, it's oh, weird yeah. but it's it looks cool. Oh yeah, weird campy fucking shit from the day um i had a song that i didn't play that was evil dead 2 oh yeah that's know, perfect that, too um, yeah you can do think. any of those army of darkness there, there's a couple songs that i have that were one that i played at the show that was an old song that was i wrote the old-fashioned way just wrote a song um but i used fiverr to have somebody make a video for it oh cool so i was like hey i have this song i really want to play it but i don't i don't want to like try to sync up a video to it i want it to just be weird and I, I said, I don't have lyrics, so there's no real like theme. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, just make it look interesting and be bizarre. Is the weirder the better? Because like I, I don't care. You you can't you yeah. can't scare me or freak me out. Like if you made it so fucked up that oh, I'm that I'm weird. upset, yeah, yeah. then you have earned your money. <laughs> and he didn't he didn't you know I, I was like this is amazing it's cool but like he kind of had a, he kind of made. A, a through line story about a guy who gets hit by a car and he's like going into the afterlife. And it was cool because I didn't tell him to do that. He just chose that, and I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. So like, he, and there's nice. a lot of weird visual stuff that goes on in there too. Dope. So, so that's how that that's how that song does. But now, but going forward, everything I do is going to be just like doing it where I'm the, the long way, <laughs> right yeah. right into a pre edited video. So I got a request for you that I okay. think you should do. I just watched the other <laughs> night. I rewatched the original Ninja Turtles movie. Ooh, oh man! And it's got so much awesome, terrible fighting scenes and shit in it. The whole end where they they start in the uh, in the sewer in their mm. lair, and they work all the way up to the top of the building where they end up fighting the Shredder oh, at yeah. the end. 
That like the old uh, the 1990, yeah, like, yeah, oh, the yeah, 92, okay. the OG, <laughs> maybe. not the not the Ninja Rap one, right? That was the that's next the one. second that's one. The second. Also with Vanilla Ice, <laughs> that would be cool. Talking Bebop, topping Rocksteady, <laughs> yeah, man. Or no, Token and Razor, that yeah, would whatever. Too, yeah. I would, I would, I will definitely look into that, that if I can get a good five minute. Uh, that'd be clip. a funny one. I know they made a video, a movie. They redid all that stuff a couple years ago, like last six or seven years. Yeah, it was more CGI. They did it with a uh, yeah, it's Megan Fox. No, I never saw any of those. I, they did have. A Krang, though, and I thought yes, that was cool because Krang, you know, I yeah. always loved Krang because he was so weird. For sure, it, it, 100%, dude. Yeah, and it's just like shit. there's this weird brain living in this yeah. robot's stomach. <laughs> what the it's fuck is so going good? On? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I will try, I will do my best to do that for sure. Yeah, that I just I actually because I was thinking about you coming, I was thinking about the podcast, and mm-hmm. when I was watching, I was like, oh man, this would be a funny one for that. Oh, yeah, there, it's yeah. like I have so many, I have a list. On my computer, of like, yeah, I bet, I bet that like there's people as stuff comes in, limitless and, and, ideas, yeah. Dude, and there's yeah. a there's a movie just came out. It's called Mad God. Ooh, it was a. Uh, it took 30 years to make. The guy who made it totally. Uh, it's all um, stop motion animation, I think. But it, there's no there's yeah. no um, dialogue. Yeah, I'm like this is perfect. So like I watched the trailer and it looked really bizarre. It reminded me of um, uh, the sober. Oh yeah, for yeah. a tool video like where right. the with the pipes and like the meat yeah. inside. It reminded me of that kind of. And so I have. I a, love that shit. Yeah, man. I have stop a bazillion. Motion. Yeah, it's, it's it, extra creepy, man. Claymation, stop motion stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm horrified. Of it. I'm horrified. To make. I mean, yeah. that's like. Uh, yeah. So I haven't watched it yet, but I mean, it's on my list of to do things. And yeah. so another one was uh, Mandy, the Nicolas Cage movie where he like kills a bunch of people. And I don't he, know that movie. Yeah, I don't know the full. I don't know what the plot is, but basically, it's Nicolas Cage killing people. So Indeed. How, can, how can you go wrong? Anything with Nick yeah. Cage yeah, seems yeah, like it's yeah, going to be a good bet for this endeavor for sure. Fucking montage. Yeah, I'd also consider doing, um, and I've there's YouTube videos of people doing this kind of stuff where like a weird, you can write music to people talking, because like you can, oh yeah yeah you can I know sync it up. About. Like yes, I, I, yeah. I thought about doing um like a little minute long drum solo to Nicolas Cage freaking out yeah, like a segment yeah. of him freaking out. <laughs> yeah. So I have like, I have people play bass to like Donald Trump speech. Or yes, something. exactly. <laughs> I know what you're talking exactly, about. Exactly, yeah. exactly, and that's something I thought about doing too. But like again, it takes a lot of time, and it's like yeah. I got to focus on what's oh, more yeah. important at this. You know, I need more. <laughs> I need new material. You know, limitless ideas on, yeah. on what. Yeah, if you're I didn't have there. to work, you know, if my job was to do yeah, this, right? I would be, it'd be, yeah, it'd be great. Hundred yeah. percent, dude. That's goddamn those bills. Us, <laughs> so, are you putting the stuff out on YouTube too, or as like, much as I can? Okay. Um, so, like I said, all, all of. Most of the stuff I use is uh, copywriting. Yeah, copy- that's copywriting. what I was wondering. I know, yeah, me too. So, like, away with that I tried or... to get away with putting the Doctor Strange video on by flipping it backwards, and you know, so the algorithm wouldn't catch it, but it got struck. And yeah. so that's the hard part. Is like I have cool stuff to show you, but I can't show How people. How the hell do you get it out there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, without yeah, the so man the music, coming down. On the music is cool, but it's like that's only one part of it. So right. you want people to see both, and and it's, so I don't know how, a good way to show people the videos. Yeah. Aside yeah. from them playing at a show, <laughs> we tried to do like a mystery science theater thing. Mm-hmm. on our Halloween special on this yeah. podcast that maybe I, I sent you that one but uh it's like fucking impossible dude we, it's like we were doing what the fuck did we do Lep- leprechaun lep in the hood baby all yep. the leprechauns the finest of all the leprechauns mm-hmm. uh, same deal dude it's like I ended up fucking like literally like videotaping it myself on my computer screen and even that fucking uh youtube's like no yeah. spotify didn't give a shit though so yeah. it's up on spotify but yeah man that copyright shit my tough to get around now so the guy who uh, my buddy josh who helped me put the uh my drum cam videos out for that show he he knows a lot about that stuff so he could put clips of the videos that i used 
but he it's like a five second rule or eight seconds. It's like he can't yeah. do, he can go past that. So like if you watch them, there are little spots where you'll see like oh, you you can see the the screen and me playing together, or he'll just import the actual scene itself playing. So he, yeah. he there's ways to get around it a little bit, but not full on. So yeah, and that guy, man. So yeah, so you had the whole camera rig there, mm-hmm. and yeah. so is that stuff out now you're saying like you, yeah you so there, that together i have i have a recording of the whole the whole set but then we have um four individual songs that i have on my youtube channel right now because i'm starting to do that yep. kind of thing and yep. so yeah you're you're you know if you just look up bruce for music on youtube it should show up and yeah we'll put some links send me some links and yeah, i'll put it in the absolutely. description for our millions of fans that listen to this show so. <laughs> Yep. Did you hear that? That's the Brinks truck backing up to us here. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then I wanted to talk to you really about like your actual drumming, like how, how long you've been playing drums? Like when did you start Um, drumming? I started playing drums. Well, the the official story is I started playing drums in fourth grade. Um, I didn't last very long because I didn't like the bell kit and the practice pad. I thought Uh, it was, thought it was lame. It was. And I was like, you expect me to do this? I'm like, I wanted to play. I was like, I want to play drums. Yep. Like, this is not a drum. As far as, like, I, I know I'm not the smartest kid in, in the room, but this metal That's the death blow thing. to everybody. Nobody wants <laughs> to fuck with that bell kit back you know, not, in the day. I, 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 kid, dude, lugging it I would, I would just, take my, yeah, st- I would just take my stick and glide it back and forth. Like, <laughs> yeah, brr, yeah. Brr. Um, so I, I didn't make it a whole semester. I said, look, I'm, I'm not going to practice. I'm not doing this. And like, it's just, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so I played sports growing up, played some baseball and basketball and stuff, and and that was fine. But then um, when I was in eighth grade, I had a buddy who was in band. And he would every once in a while take me up there. He actually played drums a little bit. And I was like, all right, let me sit down behind these drums. He showed me a beat, like a real basic beat. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up pretty quick. And so I'm like, maybe there's something to this. <laughs> you yeah, know, maybe yeah. there's something to this. So uh, my mom had actually taken me. I had told my mom about it. And she had taken me to, um, it's not there anymore, but there's a, there was a store in Toledo called uh, Dave's Drum Depot. They every summer they'd have a drum solo contest. Oh uh, hell yeah! Outside, uh-huh. and she heard it on the radio, and she said, "Hey, do you want to go check it out?" I was like, "Sure." And so she drove me up to Toledo, which is like a half an hour ride from my house. Watched a bunch of dudes just playing drum solos, yeah. and I'm like, yep, "Nice, this is this is me." Um, that same day, I signed up for drum lessons, and then <clears throat> so that was the summer of eighth grade, going into my freshman year in high school. Uh, I signed up for band, you know. So I, I'm like, yeah. I know nothing about band right. i know nothing about anything i'm like but i want to do it <laughs> so i'm like i took lessons all throughout high school while i was still in band uh, my first year of high school music i was not very good i you know i played the cymbals in the marching band i was doing yeah. i was trying my hardest i was getting better all the time but i certainly wasn't where i was way behind everybody else yeah i mean you would be if you're yeah years i just yeah i just i've been playing for like six seven years stupid and I'm like, question were you trying to figure out how to like read music at that point because yeah. if you're just doing it behind okay. the scenes you're just kind of jamming or i was, I was to, trying to figure okay. it out but okay so that's actually a good point have you ever seen the movie drumline yeah with, with nick cannon yeah long do you remember that he doesn't know how to read music Nope. Okay, so <laughs> it's been Nick, Nick Cannon sure. in that movie didn't know how to read music, but he could learn by listening. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I played. Yeah. So I was like listening. So I listened to the snare drums in the marching band, like playing the cadences, and I would maybe not play the stickings right, but I could play the rhythms right. Right. Okay. And so I could get that down. And so it was all about learning how to read the music. So that was where I, where I focused on because my playing ability wasn't bad. I I was you know I was raw, <laughs> so I'm like and I was like crazy so. 
I could do a lot of stuff, but I didn't know what I was doing. I yeah. could like play fast, but I didn't have any control over it. Yeah. I was just like spazzing out and like ah, That's yeah, pretty yeah. typical. Um, so then I, you know, the lessons I had, they they honed it in. They reined me in. It's like, all right, this is what you're doing. So you need to understand what you're doing. So I learned through that. So like I said, halfway through my sophomore year, I actually kind of got the reading part down. And, I, and once I learned how to read it. It, like my my ability went up really high because I'm like all right now I know what I'm doing and I know how, why I'm doing it. So, so were you playing full kit in band or were you playing uh, just like I, snare or I individual was, drums so, or? Uh, I didn't play full kit until the sophomore year or third year because I was in jazz band then. Okay. The first year I was just in the marching band and then we had a sit down band like a, a concert band you know yeah, just playing sure. timpani xylophone that stuff I I wasn't the greatest at that. But yeah, I, I started doing the jazz band uh, my sophomore year, junior year, senior. Okay. Yeah. So then I, and I was learning how to read charts and all that stuff too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They typically, you don't typically get into jazz band until like <coughs> 11th grade or something like I that. I use the term jazz band loosely because we didn't, we barely played any jazz songs. Yeah. We it's played like rock and bebop sort of rock and pop. And funky and songs. Yeah. yeah funk so and yeah. I wasn't really playing too much swing, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, you know, I learned how to do it. <laughs> yeah. And then we we didn't have a drum set at school, so I, I was in pep band too. So we had to I had to make a drum set right. out of like a concert out of a marching bass drum, a snare drum, yeah. and like uh, timbales. And I brought a symbol like a crash symbol from the uh, from the band oh, room. Man, that's nice. jank though. It was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> and then the next year they had bought a drum set. So yeah, um, and we then, had a really shitty Yamaha kit back in school. Oh, yeah. I remember, but it was a drum kit. You yeah. Know, so once they well, once they saw me doing that they actually did buy a drum set right and i would play drum solos in the in the marching band they we, we had a, a little cart that was hooked up to wheel it out in the middle so the whole band would do a band dance during a drum solo yeah and i was the drum solo person nice, like, nice it was nice. so that was cool it's weird that schools like uh oh it's pretty big band nerd and it's they don't like drum set is obviously i guess i can't have a million of them but like it's so much more like conducive to like real music that you might do after school right. or you know what i mean it's yeah. like the skills you learn playing snare drum and shit that's all great and i i've transferred all that to my drum set playing but at the same time it's like nobody does that after school but you could still like you're doing or i'm doing you could still have tons of fun playing a drum set mm-hmm. you know for the rest of your life yes but they don't really like focus on that or teach that you know and i i wonder what that, that probably speaks to a larger problem about having the teachers and having the funds yeah. to do it and like yeah so there's yeah. a and i actually had an electric drum set a few years ago and i didn't use it i actually donated it to my old high school oh cool because i was like look yeah, you guys yeah. can use this i'm sure you can use this oh, for yeah. find a reason so yeah uh, I, because like I, I wasn't gonna try to sell it because you, when you try to sell stuff, you never get what you, what you want for it. So I'm like, look, yeah. if I can help them, I'd rather do that. Tax write off, actually. Yeah, it wasn't a tax. I, I, I thought so, but it wasn't, it wasn't enough. I guess. Oh, boo! That's I got weak. screwed. So I was like, I went to the high school and said, "Can I have that drum set back?" Because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> they did not return my calls. <laughs> <laughs> Was it like a like a, a nice kit, it was, or was it just like uh, it was a Roland? Yeah. Um, middle. It was like a thirteen hundred dollar. Oh, that's well, legit, it. Was, it was middle of the road. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, good. It was yeah. good. I didn't need anything super fancy. Yeah. Uh, just something that I could mess around with. I hated yeah. it because the cymbals didn't choke when you would play them. So it was. Oh yeah, you got to get a certain <laughs> like I've, I've pieced together my e kit through the years and mm-hmm. it's pretty high quality now. Yeah. And yeah, there, you got to get the cymbals that got like the dual thing if you want to be like dual choking. triggers or whatever. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's like 
one piezo's like up in it and the other's on the edge. Mm-hmm. And then you like when you hit the one on the edge, it triggers the choke and shit. But I don't even fuck with that when I'm doing the e kit situation. Yeah, and I, like, I, I like the idea, that's why I bought it, but I never really enjoyed playing it. I know I had some friends telling me that we can hook it up to the computer and put, you know, yeah. easy drummer on there and put all some yeah, real yeah. sounds. I'm like, ah, just let me play my real drums. Yeah. Well, then you like, got to mic them. And I yeah, mean, this I mean, is, just... there's, there's pluses and minuses. I mean, like, it's never going to be. I always tell people, I've talked about E-Kit a lot because I have a lot of experience with it. But it's like, I tell drummers, like, the mistake you make is thinking that it's going to be a real drum kit. You <laughs> yeah. have to approach it as its own instrument. Mm-hmm. It's it, You got to play it different. You can't, there's not like... You're not going to be able to get away with like a bunch of nuance, inner beats, and buzz rolls and shit. Like, you right. got to make it be like big and simple and like and shit like that. And just understand that like that's what it's going to be and that's mm-hmm. kind of what it has to be. And it's going to feel different. And so, like, when you get it out of your mind that it's not an acoustic drum kit and you're learning essentially kind of like a new instrument, then you can have more success with it. I yeah. Think. Oh, no, that's 100% right because you can't get the ghost notes and stuff. Yeah. Not like, as well you as you can, like, but it's like, not as you know, good as, yeah, not as good as you would on yeah. a real drum. But they've so. gotten so much better, dude. Even like like two years ago, yeah. I went to the uh, NAM show in LA mm-hmm. and they had some German company was set up there with their new shit and they're just getting more and more and more like real drums all the time and it's just like, it's fucking kind of mind-blowing like you know leave it to the germans to figure know, out dude, the uh, engineering specifics and mechanics there for sure yeah i do i do enjoy an e-kit i don't know where the fuck i'm gonna put mine here i'm kind of mm. like mm, i don't know if i got space for it <laughs> but I've, it's fun too like if you want to like like if you're producing and you wanted like if you're doing hip-hop or like pop or something and you just want to like get your quick beat out you know, that you're just going to be like repeating, yeah. you know, you can just sit down and like lay down. It's like something. And then you quantize it all on the computer, mm-hmm. you know, and now you got your base of your song, you know, it's an easy creative tool. Right. You know? So what do you do? Like, all right. So it's a little bit different, obviously with the Bristopher thing, kind of playing along sure. to videos and stuff, mm-hmm. obviously, but like, do you have different drummers that you really dig like influence wise or when you're first I mean, starting, like what type time? of stuff are you getting into? You got? We got <laughs> all the time in the world. <laughs> right. brother. Um, so when I started playing drums, my hero was Lars Ulrich. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He, um, and actually I found this, I figured this out later. This is like a side story. Um, my dad used to be a, a stagehand at a what's called now is called the Huntington Arena in Toledo, but it used to be called the uh, Sports Arena. Okay. And so bigger acts would come through yeah. in the 80s and 90s. Uh, my dad passed away when I was six, and I'm not trying to say that to make you feel bad. It does. It it is what it is. Yeah. But like I had some, I have some backstage passes and like lanyards from ZZ Top, Pink Floyd, Ooh, rocking that top yeah, shit right I now. Right? <laughs> like, um, uh, Motley Crue, Poison. Yeah, so I love all those. Bands. I had all this shit. I have I have a little box, <clears throat> but I also had this pair of drumsticks that were white, or I mean they were wooden regal tip drumsticks uh, with green grip on them okay, okay yeah so i i didn't think anything of it i just had drumsticks and like i don't know where they came from i didn't give a shit when i was in eighth grade starting to play drums i was using them and hitting everything when i got my first drum i was like all right i'm gonna use these over here i eventually broke them oh, but i figured yeah. it out that those were drumsticks from lars Ulrich. oh yeah <laughs> wow, and dude. i fucked them up yeah yeah <laughs> because i was watching the, the old live shit binge and purge uh-huh. do you remember those yeah, like that yeah. one and he was using the exact 
Those exact yeah. sticks. Yeah. And I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> the power of Lars flowing uh, yeah. through you. Yeah. Is too much. Uh, for some reason, even when it, even before it was popular, I was like, I don't like down- illegal downloads. So Lars is my big influence. So I thought there that's was... That's awesome because I love Lars and he takes so much shit now and I, I get into arguments with people about it. Now look, I, you, I, know? you might get an argument with me because I loved Lars when I like, you know, Old school Lars. Yeah, something's going on. He's gotten better, but he had a yeah. he has a right. He had a rough patch that I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, but I will always love Lars. I will always yeah. buy Metallica albums. I will always support yeah. them, even though, you know I don't care. I you know who them. else loves Lars is Lars. Yes, <laughs> to, be, to be sure, one hundred percent. So uh, Metallica was my was my band. It was like there's no one. There's nothing better than Metallica. Like mm-hmm. the. I had a, my, one of my good friends, Brian, when I was in junior high. So previous to junior high, I was listening to pop music. So like Ace of Bass was was like my in vogue. Yeah, I, I loved girl bands, yeah. and, and it was weird. Yeah. Like I, I, like, I had no, I had no musical. I like TLC. TLC. You know? Like I had no, I had no reference to things. That's, so I, it was just what yeah. I listened to. I'm like, this is cool. That shit's good, man. Those girls can I sing. Still, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. I love all shit. Uh, you know, so. Full disclosure: the um, video to. Never gonna get it or whatever from mm-hmm. In Vogue. I yeah. think that might have been when I got my first because there was something about those chicks yeah. and, that, and that leather. I was like, that's all right, a, a hot video. things were happening yeah. to me that I had never that experienced. Video got the job I forgot sure. about that song. That's it a still good song. does to this yeah. day. If, <laughs> if it's a rainy day and I think of that, never gonna get it. Feeling a little funny. Uh, I got you. I got funny you. down yeah. south. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then, when I got in junior high, I met Brian and he was a good friend. Like still to this day, he's like, dude, listen to this. It was like it was ride the lightning or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, what is this? <laughs> uh, and so from there, I got into Pantera, and I got right. into like that kind of... So Vinnie Paul... I mean, Vinnie Paul isn't an influence of mine. I really liked him. I really liked Pantera's drumming. Yeah. Um, I then started to get modern drummer magazines, and then I saw uh, Mike Portnoy. Oh, uh, yeah. So oh, that's, yeah. That, yeah. that is when it that, all came... Me too. That'll do it. Me too. That's when it all came down. Um, I remember, because my buddy Brian, he had shown me Dream Theater, which I had never heard of. Yeah. And I remember hearing Pull Me Under, and I thought, I think I've heard this before. Yeah, it was on MTV in, and in shit. In the 90s, yeah, I think I'd heard like, it before. Yeah. Brian played guitar. We started out my first um, high school band. And so we at first, we were trying to be Metallica. And then we tried to be Dream Theater. Yeah. We failed on both counts. <laughs> uh, but uh, so my, Lars was like the first real influence on me. Well, my mom got remarried. We played their reception, me and Brian and a couple other buddies. Oh boy, Daniel and Justin doing a. Doing we did Metallica, Metallica covers, yes, <laughs> hell yeah, yeah, all wearing like little tuxedos and like. Oh yeah, <laughs> that big dude. So they had a, they had an actual cover band playing that night, um, but we asked if we could play a set, yeah, like, borrowing their stuff, and they said sure. <laughs> so we played like six, five or six songs, and That's we thought fun. we were hot shit. Indeed, and like uh, Daniel, his dad was filming it, and I still have that footage at my house. And I'm like, yeah, and my voice is so high, and I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> Crucial question: Are you still fucking with new Metallica? Or uh... I am. Yeah, okay. I you guys am. Catch the new Metallica song just came out. I am. Brand new Metallica. I, I, like I said, oh, I'll, how's I'll, that? Yeah. Dude? Yeah. I always support them. Do you like the new Metallica song? I thought it was fucking sweet. Yeah. yeah. What's I, it I, called? Uh, Lux Eterna. Lux Eterna. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking killer. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then so I had set my used to set my drums up like Lars. You know, I mean, I don't know how much you know about his drum set setup. You might know I'd, more. Oh yeah, but I had I had the two toms and I had the two bass drums and the two, you know I had I tried yeah. to do everything like Lars. Yeah, and I, and I even bought the uh, a head drumsticks. 
the black yeah, and white. Yeah. I had the, some of those too. I fucking hated them. <laughs> yeah, dude. like changing the sleeves on those stupid things. Can't use them, um, dude. They're terrible. They're, so, so, they're, the rebound's all wrong on them. Dude. Yeah. Not, I mean, they're like aluminum or something. Those right? back in the day, if yeah, I remember. Yeah. The, I mean, the whole thing is they don't break, right? That's their whole like Parts sales of them pitch, don't break. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of like, okay, I'll just use real sticks that do break. It's yeah. fine. And they're che- <laughs> like the sleeves are just as much as a pair of drumsticks right, anyway. So right, I was like, I'm not really saving. Um, then when I got into Dream Theater, it was it was all in. And like I was like, holy yeah. shit! So then I got obsessed with Dream Theater. I got obsessed with like Liquid Tension Experiment, uh-huh. Transatlantic, um, anything that Mike Portnoy did. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's sure. All right, it's cool. If like if he's like, look, we're gonna go kill a bunch of people. I'm like, all right, Mike Portnoy, <laughs> who are we kill? Portnoy's doing it. Where are we putting the bodies? Like I don't care. It's funny because uh, <laughs> Lars and Portnoy are both these like larger than life like band leader type guys too mm-hmm. as drummers, which mm-hmm. is not super typical. So it's kind of interesting that those are two guys that you navigate. I forward. and I became that type of person. Yeah. Because in Killbot Zero, I was I mean, for lack of a better word, I was the front man. Yeah. I mean, there's two guys. But Chris is super reserved. Oh, he doesn't okay. he yeah. doesn't like like interacting yeah, with yeah. people. <laughs> and I was like I'm like, Yeah, man, what's up? And I was like, I would do all the yeah, Lars the and Ma- I would like stand up when I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. I was like throwing my sticks in the air. Yeah, like, I was doing yeah. all the showman stuff because yeah. I'm like, Well look, if it's just two of us and if he's just gonna stand there and play guitar like just to and just be do his thing. I need to make this. I need to show off, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what's so badass about the Brisford stuff that you're talking about, man. Mm-hmm. It's so cool to have that visual element. You know, mm-hmm. it's like in a bar yeah, scene, yeah. especially. It's not like you're getting a ton of that I for was, most people. You know, I was worried that when I did this, like no one's gonna like it, and I and I'm like, well, it, it's just a guy playing drums to a video. So like, I don't know how cool can it be, but like I found that people do find it interesting, and you know, and I was like, I had to make it more of a multimedia kind of experience. That's yeah. why we we're doing more of the editing of the videos and having those in between things to make it funny. I, right. cause I, I like to, I like to be goofy and I, I don't take myself so seriously that I'm like, I am the best drummer ever. Yeah. And like, yeah. well, it's like a full performance, yeah, right? More like, so yeah. than just playing I, I a like song. To, I like to think that if I can play a show with people that I know don't know who I am, that when I'm done, they're going to be like, what was that? Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. what I did. Uh, yeah. And I, but, I had uh, a few people that came up to me and were like, what yeah, the fuck yeah. was that? I was going to I was gonna try to find you there, and you were kind of like holed up in the back. And honestly, I was pretty wasted. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I think I just put my stuff away. I wasn't scared um, of anybody. A couple things is uh, the visual aspects are at least 50% of every professional show mm-hmm. now. So like... You know, like every big band you see, it's crazy visuals all the time for right. everybody always. So there's that. And I think, though, a part of part of what you do that makes it work is it's not just like a cool video to a song. It's the fact that you are like syncing it up to what you're doing, mm-hmm. at least at points. Like I'm saying, I just use that machine gun as the example. But yeah. like, little shit like that where it's like, oh, this is actually like goes with this. It's got to it, make it feel so know. much more immersive yeah. when it's all kind of tied I together. I guess if like you don't that. pay attention, you like might not think it, but then every once in a while if they look over and they're like, oh, oh they, like, they might catch on because yeah. it's not all the time, but like yeah. they, it's enough times that they will definitely catch it once or twice. Yeah, yeah. I was catching the shit out yeah, of it. Yeah. That, oh, that, yeah. that to no. me was what was the most fun about it. It was like it would jam and you'd be like playing like music, quote unquote, and then it'd be like, you know, like I'm saying, going along to what's you happening can, in the video. You could and hear like, the music going like, and this you're is, watching This it. is hilarious, you know? I, I think <laughs> what I enjoy about when I do play is if I, I'm looking out there in between songs, and I see people laughing at yeah. the at the videos in between. Yeah, yeah. I'm like okay, these are my people. 
Usually, yeah. I mean, usually the 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 people that come to the shows that I play at are usually like they're down. I've never had to yeah. been a show where oh, like yeah. I was offended by oh, the guy. I've never, I've never, I mean, oh, it's coming these days, baby. It's not too far. That man pooped himself, and I was. But that always makes me laugh is when you hear you know people that are like, oh, Tim and Eric, yeah. Or, you know, like, they don't, what the fuck is that? And they yeah. start laughing when the guy shits <laughs> yeah. himself. So I, I always enjoy that. Um, that. I love I love being able to put that out and have people like, oh, I've never seen something like that before. That's that's kind of what I go yeah, for. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Something that no one has really seen before. Because you might see a solo guitar player playing at any coffee yeah. house or whatever and just doing that thing. But to see a drummer playing by himself with a whole full band yeah. tracks and stuff is, is cool. So well, how often are you playing? Right now, uh, the only show I've played was the one in November. I mean, okay. I, used, I, oh, I I used to work at my old job. I was always working, so I couldn't really uh, play a bunch of extra shows. I got a new job, and it's more understanding and more uh, lax, so I can play more. So now it's just like about getting new songs and, and getting out there. So sure. um, one of the things I wanted to do was make like a, a sizzle reel of what my performances and send it out to other bands and venues be like look hey if you got a show that you need an opener let me know i'll, I'm, I'll drive i'll yeah, drive three sure. hours apparently i don't give a shit <laughs> yeah, uh like i this to do that kind of stuff so my goal for this year is to play a lot of shows that's gotta be nice. the tough part is getting your name out there especially yeah. with all like the oh, youtube God, yeah. restrictions yeah. and shit that yeah. you're talking about like yeah and i think it's i think it's it'll be okay because i mean i'm, I'm not trying to be rich off of it, like I mean, if I become rich off of it, I'm not going to argue. Right. But I mean, like, look, I, I don't care. I, I think the you 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 can't do it if you don't do it. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. I'm not trying, I'm never going to do it. Throw it out there and yeah, see so what if happens. I, if for I sure, play yeah. one, like I played one show in 2022 and it was in November. <laughs> you know, if I played five shows in 2023 i think that that could grow into 2024 like i could play yeah. 10 shows so 15 shows when it feels like it's absolutely or at least could be such a word of mouth thing you know yeah like, it could be a definitely like this weird underground like well it's gonna be huge now that you're on this show it's I'm, gonna I, fucking blow, I'm hoping blow so. up bro I'm the financial so. windfall <laughs> undoubtedly Man. coming your way is gonna be you hear that work yeah. i quit <laughs> <laughs> fuck you oh i'm sorry i need to i need my job please don't fire one me. thing that i that i liked and uh Tony Piccoli was saying, like, we got to get a spotlight on you. People can't see you. I was going to argue against that. And it, and it was, it's not, it's not like you want to be able to see you some, but I actually thought it was kind of cooler that it was like almost just you're really kind of focusing on like the video. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you could, you could still see you. So I was thinking like maybe like a red light or something the, like the, that. But like the thing that happened there was um, I talked to the sound guy at the Token and I was like, can we get just like one light? To come down on my side, and they said, "Well, they don't really work like that. It's kind of kind of all or none." Ah, uh, yeah. And so I was like, "All right, well, then none, then, because yeah. I, I didn't want it to be too lit that yeah, you, you can't see the, see the video." Yeah, right, so I was like, right. "You know, I, I, and I don't like the way I look in general." So I'm like, "Look, it's fine if you can't see me. That's totally fine because I don't care. Like, I just play, <laughs> and you watch the video, and we're good." Yeah. It wasn't that. I mean, you could still. I was watching you. No, you could I, still you could see, see you. Yeah, you, know, you could like, see me. Yeah. But my buddy Josh, who filmed it, helped me film it. He he told them halfway through, like, "Turn the light on," and I was like. Turn that fucking light <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know he You're did like, it. I got, I got yeah. up like, turn that off. So uh-huh. I didn't know he was telling them to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, and, and it's, it was a trial and error thing. So now the oh, next yeah. show I play, like I might even bring my own like little lights. That's what lights I'm saying. Like, I was thinking like if you just did like one red light because I, red light doesn't affect your uh, night vision. Uh-huh. So you can still see the audience. I mean, oh, okay. could still see the screen 
like it wouldn't affect their night vision in order to see the screen. I was also worried about the you. smoke machine too that they had. I was worried that that was gonna, <laughs> that, that, that was gonna like <laughs> that thing was cranking. Yeah, I was like, man, is this gonna like fog everything out? But, um, oh, I, I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh, you know, I used to, I still have um, an acrylic drum set, and it, oh, I, yeah. I, I had lights in it. Yeah, so I have oh, lights yeah. in it. Um, Love that. It's not the full setup like I had that night, but yeah. I, I could definitely still play it. It was it's yeah. a little scaled down, but it, it you know I can tr- switch the lights and yeah. stuff, and or use some of them or something. You can do uh, you ever see them where they have the lights on piezo, so when you hit the drum, it lights the oh. lights. You know, yeah, that's yeah, fucking seen, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that might be a little distracting though. With well, all, like, yeah, the with video what you're doing, stuff. it's you just can, going you exactly how we had. <laughs> you can also set it up with um, I don't remember what it's called. A light rig or whatever, so you can you can send out all the MIDI to yeah. the, to the oh, light yeah. thing. So I can actually program the lights yeah. to change in time with the fills. Yeah. yeah. So as long as I'm playing the fills right, I mean, like yeah. you can, they can cut in and out, and I can play yeah. all the stuff. But that's what we're doing in one of the the band I'm trying to play live. Of those we're programming in lights and shit to our videos right cool. now. Yeah. So one thing uh, <clears throat> too is uh, it was it was hard because you're fucking setting up, but like the you couldn't get the projector to actually be fucking square on the screen i think something's wrong with the projector because i've had that problem yeah often. well you gotta you know you do the keystone thing yeah. and you gotta line all that up and whatever what were you setting the projector on what were you doing it was on i just had a stand but then i used my wallet to like to crop it up <laughs> yeah, yeah i just put my wallet underneath it because we're using projectors and i was using or have been using uh music stands okay uh-huh. which aren't it's a little sketch right because mm-hmm. you're flattening them out or whatever what i've just discovered though is you know what works fucking great mm. a fucking snare drum stand oh you nice. set it in the basket of yeah. this, and that way you have like total control over pointing it bad. too and so like i wanted to pass that along to you because i just discovered oh that's a great way to fucking position your projectors i don't remember what the actual stand is that i got it is it was something for i think it was like a laptop stand yeah something yeah. like that um, but yeah, snare snare basket sounds yeah. actually like a, like a smart idea. Uh-huh. I know, I thought so too when I figured it out. I yeah, was like, man. oh, you can just set that in but the basket. And... Also, that projector is probably eleven years old. Bro, the old ones are better. Really? I've gone through all this. The the new ones now. Okay, you've probably looked. They're selling all these little ones now, right? Yeah, I, I would never get a little Bro, one. Bro, <laughs> well, I mean, but that's like the. No, are you talking old, about the small... ones that are like phone size? No, they're you know they're still. There's different ones, but like you know they're like oh it's much smaller and cooler and blah blah, blah. and it is. Like cooler temperature wise, like because oh, right. they got those bulbs in them, you mm-hmm. know. And it's like I AB'd those because I had one at where I work versus one of the old fucking ones with the big bulb in it, and they do get hot and shit. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, the difference was fucking night and day. Like it was the old school ones are so much brighter. Really, they get so much bigger. So I'm just kind of like, and you know, and you can fucking pick the old ones up on eBay for for nothing, next probably. to nothing yeah. or whatever, because people are giving them away. And I'm like, and they have more connections, so you can daisy chain them. Like I'm daisy chaining them together with a. You just use a serial cable. Mm-hmm. So like we have three going whoa you know so it's because there's three of us so it's like one two three kind of setup and so yeah it makes it really easy to just like and i'm like fuck man these old things you can pick one up for 50 bucks you know i'm (laughs) not gonna pay 800 bucks for one of these new ones i think that's what i paid for it when i first got it yeah like a decade ago (laughs) yeah but it it doesn't get used that much you know i'd use it maybe like five times a year so i'm like it's got it's got legs yeah man for sure it's got legs (laughs) and you can replace the bulbs in them and like you know Mm -hmm. to me everything that they're trying to make it be a negative about those is like actually the positives (laughs) about them (laughs) Just to sell more bullshit. You just don't make them like they used to, you know. <laughs> That's right. You want to uh, 
you know, tell us what's been going on in the you world. It's been a, a couple of weeks here. So much to catch up on, dude. Three works of terrible, terrible news stories. Three what? Going. Three works? Three, what I say three say? works. I was getting a text from my mom, which came through on the laptop right on this. All right, hold else. on. Let's do the thing. Wait for it. The Dangerville Podcast presents News of the World. <laughs> ah, it's music to the ears after three works, isn't it? <laughs> Good to hear that again. All right. All right. Let's hear it. So jumping right into it. Artist hand-painted dress to match her work goes viral. So this is a little bit back before the holiday came across this bad boy. Louisiana artist Mandy Posh needed to dress for the opening night of her art exhibit and painted a white cocktail dress to match one of her pieces. It was this big thing. Apparently went viral. Must have been a slow news week that week. I yeah. Know. Okay. People were into it. Okay. Uh, her dress was a big success, and it's recognized as the second most viral dress in history, but fell just short of the mark set by the blue dress that Bill Clinton paid in white back in 95. <laughs> All right. All right. Yes. Off and running. Off and running. All right. Monica Lewinsky jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it Keeping all it way fresh, baby. To the, to the a classic never dies, gentlemen. What can I say? All right, so toy makers aim products at grown-ups. This is going to be a big thing, oh, um, yeah. like adult grown-up toys, everybody, you know, research and trading cards, all this shit. Not the fun kind either. Yeah, indeed. Uh, so since the pandemic, there's been a sharp increase in the number of adults interested in purchasing toys. Uh, among the hottest items for adults are Star Wars and Harry Potter-themed Lego sets, yeah. adult Happy Meals, and uh-huh. action figures from different action movies like Marvel and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, ranking among the least popular items purchased by these adults are dinners for two, condoms, and jeans under a waist size of 48. <laughs> because they're nerds. Because they're nerds. All right. <laughs> I didn't say they were good jokes. I just said they've been stockpiled. That's it. I made no uh, no claim on the, the validity of these bad boys. All right. Cruising right along here. Congress moves to ban TikTok from U.S. government devices. Did you yeah. see this? Well, they tried that before back in... But Trump actually tried that. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, apparently some big Chinese spyware yeah, yeah. thing. Rogan's always going yeah. off and you read the terms and yeah, conditions. Yeah. They can access all your other devices, even if they're not on. And even if they don't have TikTok, it's a whole thing. Um, so under this, TikTok would be banned from most U.S. government devices under a proposed spending bill from Congress, uh, the latest push by American lawmakers against the Chinese-owned social media app. So it kind of resurfaced in this whole thing. Uh, among the politicians most disappointed to hear this news was Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who lamented the fact that the countless hours he spent perfecting his twerking technique have now been spent in vain. In vain. <laughs> I was really enjoying the break more than dedicating myself to uh, writing quality material here. All right. So final nail in his coffin. Trump's taxes contain powerful evidence of criminal tax evasion. This is the thing I just saw the other day. Um, The story also went on to detail the fact that his hair has displayed similarly powerful evidence of criminal comb evasion for several decades now. Comb evasion. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to skip this next one. (laughs) We thought the last ones were bad. We're just going to pass this next one over. Uh, Probably ditto for that one here. Oh, come on. What do you got? Let's go through these. All right. Let's hear a few. Let's. All right. 
So let's don't deprive the audience of what they want. <laughs> Gotta give the people what they want for sure. All right. So a failure of a Vega C rocket launch happened in French Guiana. Uh, the launch of a European rocket carrying two observation satellites failed less than three minutes into launch due to a decrease in pressure leading to the premature end of the mission. Mm. In a related story, a recent premature e-mission from Boss D has also led to an unexpected crashing of his rocket and a massive failure to complete the objective at hand. Thank you. Okay. Get one in there for my boy here. All right. If you thought that one was bad, just wait. This one, this one's all time terrible right here, but I had to do it. I had to do it. 25,000 and counting. So saw this one a little while back. Uh, a huge group of redhead ducks was on the Straits of Mackinac and it kept growing for a while. 25,000 ducks is apparently like this big gathering thing that happens every year. Okay. Pretty wild. Uh, an enormous flock of ducks gathered in the waters near Michigan's Mackinac Bridge uh, and was growing bigger by the day. In a related story, a flock of seagulls is gathered in the record player near my living room. Biologists speculate their intent is to rock my socks off. Yes. A flock of seagulls. Hey, now. All kinds of current events. Dropping flock of seagulls knowledge. Dropping some, uh, some Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky material. I like the flock of seagulls, right. man. So this one goes back, a little Christmas story to warm the heart here, not too far past Christmas. So a Wisconsin waitress got a $1,000 tip. Uh, from a uh, customer on Christmas morning. Oh. So waitress at Gus's Diner in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, got an amazing surprise Christmas morning. After the man served, uh, she was serving breakfast to, gave her a $1,000 tip. When asked why he left such a generous tip, the man said it was because of her kind demeanor, excellent customer service skills, and the fact that she agreed to give me a hand job under the table while I ate my Denver omelet. Yeah. <laughs> He overpaid. Indeed. You can get an omelet anywhere, man. I don't know. I, I, I just eat Insta eggs and go jerk off in the closet. You know, I save my fucking money. Agreed. Yeah, it's, that's a hefty price tag for sure. You are there it is. McMahon <laughs> sound bites for days. Uh, it was an ironic situation where a uh, tip led to a happy ending instead of the other way around. Yeah. All right. So South Korea lifts ban on imported sex dolls. Oh. Yeah, this is a whole thing. Yep, they're uh, confiscating sex dolls at the border. Apparently it was legal to make them in South Korea. Oh. But they had to be of only the finest in South Korea. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't import them. Uh, However, they're going to continue to ban the import of childlike sex dolls and others that embody uh, certain people. So lookalike dolls are still going to be banned. Among the list of band dolls is one resembling the likeness of Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, with South Korean officials stating, unlike Matthew Broderick, this country has standards. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hi-oh. <laughs> Hi-oh. All right. <laughs> and last but not least here, German churches are looking to save on heat. <laughs> So after a recent slowdown of gas supplied by Russia, German churches are looking to conserve on their heating, offering extra blankets and heated cushions to help keep their worshipers warm. So in supply of gas going crazy, like Germany's in this big thing. It was cold as balls before the holidays yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I couldn't get the gas that. they needed. Um, so what the church is doing, they have uh, also asked their priests and altar boys to pitch in on the efforts, strongly encouraging them to remove all clothing, Huddle up in small secluded rooms and use their natural body heat to help fight off the cold. So, 
It's only Doing natural. Their part. It makes sense. Yeah. Praise Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that, ladies and gentlemen, has been is your Dangerville Podcast presents News of the World. Pretty underwhelming after having three weeks to prepare. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It is what it is. Good job. Ah, I'll feels start. good to be back in the game, Indeed. boys. Feels good to be back in the game. It's been saving those up for a long time. Yeah. He's like, I can't wait to tell them. I'm gonna <laughs> they're definitely going to love these. <laughs> oh, they're all terrible. I'm just no, so they're cracking myself up. I'm like, know. oh, yeah, this is the worst gold no, I, ever. They weren't, they weren't as bad as you're making out. They were, they were good. You get an A for effort. <laughs> a for effort's all I can hope for. Uh, Dude. Yeah. So I saw this thing. I sent this to you. I got a little bit down the rabbit hole over the holidays checking this whole thing out. And apparently it was like a pretty big deal earlier in the spring. Have you heard of this Loeb AI thing? Oh, I, yeah, just because you sent it to me. Yeah, yeah dude. This shit was wild. Shit? So, Let me see if I can pull it I was going to say, we yeah. should see if we can pull something up here. So while you're doing that, all right. So there's a Swedish artist. Uh, she goes by the name Super Composite on Twitter. She's like a musician slash artist. She's been fucking around. I'm sure you've probably heard about these. They've got these new AI things where you can punch in prompts. I think it was probably oh. similar to what you use for the podcast art, actually, and just tell it, like, yeah, it is. I want to see three guys yeah. jumping around holding mm-hmm. American flags or whatever. Sure. And, you know, yeah, kind of puts together all this different information, spit something out. Right. So she was fucking around with this thing. It's a negative prompt, apparently which is like asking the machine algorithms to create the extreme opposite of something. So the initial prompt, which I thought was pretty hilarious, was Brando. She was trying to get a negative prompt of Marlon Brando. So like the exact opposite of Marlon Brando. Um, The image that came back, it was this weird like cryptic skyline logo over a city. And it said Digita P-N-T-I-C-S, Digitapenetics, the right, some right, random right, word. Here it is okay. right there. Yep, so that was the thing that spit out. So she oh. took that, fed that back into the system uh, with another negative prompt, so the exact opposite of whatever that thing is, and that's when this lobe thing got spit out. And it's this super creepy series, yeah, like that right there. And there are a bunch more fucked up ones, but it's like this old-ass lady these sunken eyes, like these super red, like rosacea from, cheeks from and where shit. I'm sitting. It looks like Alice Cooper. Dude, it is. It's Alice Cooper, no makeup. <laughs> is that Ronnie James Dio? Yeah. But go up to that one with the kids and stuff. And I guess there were oh, a bunch of right them. So she's being kind of sketchy about it. Like she wouldn't say the exact engine she was using because she didn't want people to replicate it. And a bunch of the images that came back, she's not even posting them because like it started to send back like increasingly fucked oh, up man. stuff. I would like, make that an album cover a hundred percent. Yeah, dude. dude. But it was sending <laughs> back like dismembered screaming children and shit and just all sorts of like really fucking evil stuff. What all off of a fuck, negative dude. Marlon Brando prompt <laughs> thing that came back with this other deal. Super fucked up, man. Indeed. And no matter how much I'm she was trying to like somebody. Yeah. Gonna be a contender. <laughs> all kinds of on the waterfront material. <laughs> But she was trying to like add distortion, fuck with the uh, the prompts and stuff, and it kept spitting this thing back out, which it just seemed super fucking random. So it was this whole creepy thing, like trying to find more of these internet images. demon. Yeah, she's got a Twitter feed. I know. Oh, here we go. Why is it called Lobe? 
one of the images came back basically with that chick and just the word lobe oh. somewhere on something in the image. Oh, yeah. that's so I was making got, Lisa Loeb jokes. Yeah, Do you remember <laughs> Lisa Loeb? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would, I would use any of these as a fucking album cover. Yeah. So I'm interested. I don't. I don't think you can even get them. But like oh, some like super Fuck. fucked up shit. Like she was just like, I'm not even pushing this stuff out there. And these are just like the tame ones, apparently. But how fucked up? Look is at that, that dude. What the That's fuck, so man? Weird. That's some hills have eyes shit right there. And the fucked up thing, you know, it's not like she, you know, creepy woman or anything. It wasn't anything like that. It just totally spit that shit back out randomly from a word. This looks like fucking... Uh, do you guys know who Chet Zar is, the artist? Mm-mm. He's a visual artist. He's done some work with Tool and a bunch of other shit. Soak that one with the testicles on the side of the is face. That even, I don't even know if that's... There. I mean, maybe it is, but that's like... What the fuck? Yeah, it's pretty goddamn wild, man. Yeah. And some Bloody Mary shit for sure. It's kind of like the Slender Man or one of those fucking uh, yeah. weird internet. like. Yeah. I don't know. So it's the start of the singularity, basically. The machines are taking over. Oh, that's fucked up. You soak that in a little bit. What the fuck? Lobe. It's creepy, man. Coming out. Pretty creepy. It kind of reminds me of that fucking... uh, what was that doll movie, the Annabelle or whatever? Oh, uh, I never mm-hmm. saw it. But I know you're you watched that shit. Yeah. I went down and like actually over Christmas break, I think I watched, rewatched, or watched a bunch of those fucking. Uh, what the fuck are they? The Conjuring or whatever. It's, oh it's all, yeah, it's all yeah. part of that. And shit, you into horror movies and all? Um, I recently have been getting into them. Um, I never used to, but it wasn't for any other reason. Just it never really drew me in. I have watched a few the last couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I watched all three Human Centipedes. Oh, and I okay. watched That's Terrifier bold. One and Terrifier Two. Yeah, I haven't seen those yet. Yeah, yeah. Art the Clown, like yeah. the he's awesome. Yeah, but the production value of those movies is not yeah. great. And then the second one is just totally ridiculous at the end. But Human Centipede Two might be the best movie. That has ever been made. Damn, I never saw that. I saw the first one, but okay. I haven't seen the second awesome. one. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. You need to do that tonight. Watch some Human Centipede 2. Yes. All right. You need to watch the second one, and then you need to watch the third one because it's like a palate cleanser. Yeah. I don't want to tell you what happens, but I, it's fucking weird, man. Yeah. The sec- Have you seen it? I think way back in the day, I don't remember. I had it, never though. seen any of them. I knew they existed, but I was like, I don't yeah. know. I don't First care. one I saw. For and sure. I was like, look, I want to watch something fucked up. So let's watch someone get their mouth stoned to an asshole. That, yeah. that sounds like something that would be a cool Saturday night. As one does. Yeah. Right. So I watched it. I thought the first one was awesome. Actually, I actually thought it was pretty well done. Like for yeah. all the, yeah. you know. No, it's a legit it's, movie. It's good. Yeah. The second one, though, felt like from beginning to end, a fever dream. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I watching? What is happening? Who are these people? What, you know, like all this shit. And uh, I highly recommend it. <laughs> and is I that... don't do drugs. And I'm like, if you do drugs, it's even better. <laughs> I feel like I maybe I have seen it now that you're talking about it, but I don't remember it at all. But you really should just a refresher, you know. It's... Yeah. And then we watched the third one. And before we watched the third one, I said something out loud. I was like, oh, I, I bet you this is what happens, okay? And it happened. <laughs> and, and, and I was, I couldn't believe it. I, like, I just predicted the future. Like, I, There's no way they're going to do this. And then they did that. Nice, nice. Oh, but, they uh, went there. They went there. Yeah. 
um, the first like horror movie that I really got into though would have been Saw. Like when I was yeah, younger, fun. when yeah. I when I was younger, like Freddy Krueger and that stuff like freaked me out when I was a kid. Yeah, I remember I, I used to get like ugh, weirded out by it. But now I would love to watch those movies and like totally be fine. Oh, yeah. But Saw, like the first Saw was amazing. Because... Saw, yeah, the first Saw is a good movie. <sighs> and Carrie Elwise, right? Yeah. What's that? Carrie Elwise or Elwes, Elwes. I think it's Oh what yeah, 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 the dude from like uh, Princess Diary. Or yeah. Yeah, 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 Princess Bride, Robin Hood. Yes, Men in Tights. But like the I we watched all of those movies as they came out and we loved how just like gruesome they would be. They got ridiculous and stupid, you know. Yeah. Like you can't make ten movies or yeah. eight movies. It's like it gets yeah. stupid at a certain point. But I only saw them like maybe like up to three or yeah. something like that. You know? uh, we I think we got to seven. I don't know. There there was a point that I stopped. There was a couple that I haven't seen. Those movies yeah. were fucking making bank though. Yeah, oh, yeah that it was, was God, yeah. That first one cost like yeah. what, like thirty bucks and it made a hundred yeah. million dollars yeah. or something. I mean, it's it's. Wild. I think they're still making them. There was some newish saw that came out. It's Wasn't like there it's one some with like Chris new Rock? like yeah, yeah that Chris sounds Rock about was right. In one yeah, of them, and yeah. He was like a detective. I think, oh yeah. Or yeah, yeah, I didn't actually see that one. Yeah, um, still crapping those out. But I saw like, this backhanding them, bitch slapping Chris <laughs> Rock. <laughs> Keep my name out your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I I lately have been wanting to watch like just weird gory things because i think yeah. it's fun and honestly it's because it's fun and also i could use it as uh as r&d for for bruce right, songs. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it's how i look at it i've gone in the other direction like in my like 20s and shit dude i was i watched so much fucked up stuff and like mm-hmm. lately i'm just like i don't want to watch anything that's not like like i, I just i want a happy ending right now for some reason <laughs> and i also want to watch a movie that ends on a positive note yeah right <laughs> i don't know i don't know why but i've just got to like lately i've been like eh, i just want to watch something fun no you know? i think that's like, as we get older that's kind of shit happens where yeah. you don't you, you know because just like me I, i'd watched a lot of fucked up shit on the internet and now i'm like ah, i don't know I yeah that. <laughs> i know i'm just like i don't want to see, i don't want to see a guy get his head cut yeah. off again i'm like i only got so much time right. to watch something like i don't want yeah. something that's gonna make me feel bad yeah i, I have <laughs> i have my mind to make me feel bad so yeah i, I know exactly like i'm bringing me up <laughs> distract myself <for laughs> my right. inner monologue makes me feel worse than anything could possibly <laughs> <laughs> so i don't need a movie to help that mm-hmm. like susan and i we watch we got really into like korean and japanese horrors like mm-hmm. 10 years ago now or something but so we went down that rabbit hole back that shit's in the day. intense man they don't yeah. fuck around with those foreign ones yeah man. it was like remember when they were doing like the grudge and all that yeah, where like yeah. it was like you know those were all based on those so we started watching like the real things and like you know got deep into all the crazy shit and um they're i don't know they're not a lot of them aren't like they're more like creepy like weird they're not like gory they're right. more like they're almost more dramas a lot of the mm-hmm. time. We're just like, there's always just some fucking girl with dark hair in the, the you know, in the video camera. Indeed. Do you, you ever know? watch uh, Squid Game? Oh yeah, yeah. I Squid I, Game. I, I, heard, I heard everyone loving it. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was, so I, I checked it. out. I really it liked cool. it too. Yeah, yeah I, liked I, it. I enjoyed yeah. that. It was fun. Yeah. It was pretty much like The Running Man. You remember Running Man? <laughs> no. That'd be a good Bruce for one. Really, too. bro? Oh man. The Running. Oh my God, dude! You need to watch the original. I mean, I don't think they ever remade it or anything, but The Running Man starring Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. from late 80s. And the, <laughs> the, it's like, uh, it's one of those things where like, you can, uh, you get caught, you can go to prison or you can go on this fucking crazy game show where you might get killed. Uh, yeah. And, and Sounds it's, great. <laughs> and, and they have these guys that come in that are like the hunters. It's fucking Jesse the Body Ventura. 
and uh, there's one guy who's like an opera guy, and he electrocutes you and shit. It's oh, just, Jesus. It's just awful. It's with Maria Conchita yeah, Alonso, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. fuck. I did see that. And okay. that guy, the original, he's like that real game show host, plays the game show host. I can't remember the fuck his name is, but like he's one of those like original, he was the original Jeopardy host or some shit. And like he- t- Is Alex Trebek? <laughs> you need to watch The Running Man. I will. Ever seen? I it 100% would be, will. Bro, there is material in there that would be- <laughs> Absolutely crucial Brucifer material. I'm <laughs> oh, telling man. you, it's it's the wor- the best because it's the worst. I know? love it. Those are yeah. that's, that's right, my wheelhouse. Yeah, it's right there with like. Did you ever see Total Recall? Mm-hmm. The, yeah, yeah, it's right there with like that. But yeah, The Running Man is actually a Stephen King book that they took and like completely like. They like bought the rights to it, and then they made it like completely not ignored like the, the book, book completely. <laughs> it's like okay, it, was it a was I mean was it a big hit? Because I yeah because yeah, I big, it's like the thing I mean, it had I Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Yeah, I, I would think, I like to think mm-hmm. that I knew a lot of the movies that came out in the late, but I don't remember. Richard about Dawson was yeah, the fucking host Family Feud. From yeah. Family Feud. He, yeah. he plays the whole like the game show host. That's awesome. Yeah, it's actually a really good movie too, and in, in it's in it's way he's know, like, like an <laughs> extra he got kicked off of uh family because he was like groping the yeah. guests and by touching them inappropriately right he's yeah. rubbing their upper thigh that's a that's a great Which job is now there what Maria, fucking, uh, the guy does now all the time the fucking dude with the mustache steve, harvey? steve harvey. Yeah. <laughs> dude he's always like hey he's crazy bitches dude. <laughs> steve harvey's suit game I, I is the forever. most on point thing i've ever seen dude his suit game, those oh, big old yeah, yeah. old school fucking yeah, pinstripe His suits. mustache game, dude. Yeah. Nobody's fucking with that mustache. Nope. Do you remember when he uh, announced the Miss America yes. winner? Oh, yeah. Or yes. whatever? Yeah, it was pretty classic. That was uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, Steve Harvey's kind of like, I don't know. He's he's pretty fucking funny. Oh, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be pretty quick to be doing. And he, he's on like four shows or something. It's like yeah, all you get he the does. Steve Harvey like, show, he's got Family yeah. Feud and whatever else he does. And like Family Feud, like, dude, they crap those out. They tape like three a day or something, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Harvey coming with hilarious zingers and material <laughs> for days. You right. can't keep that guy down. It would be fun to go on that shit. Or to go on like the prices right or something. Yeah. I can't get down the new prices right with Drew Carey, man. I know it's been like ten years, not really new anymore, but they should have it's made, Bob Barker. They should have made me. Mimi one of the girls like, <laughs> yes, dude, in the makeup. That this for one episode. Yeah. Mimi. The <laughs> Drew awesome. Carey show. Underrated, hilarious, show. Yeah, hilarious show, show back mm-hmm. in the day. Hell yeah. God damn that shit was great. Indeed. There was a lot of good shows of that era, man. The the sitcom of that era was pretty solid, dude. Oh yeah. What was the one with the uh, with fucking Joe Rogan in it, when he's like young Joe Rogan. Oh, uh, Spin City? News Radio. News Radio. Yeah. News Radio. Spin yeah. City is another one, though, yeah. too. News Radio, yep. That was yeah. a great one. Michael was, J. Was, Fox for a while That was there. pre-Fear Factor, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. That was how he got into it? That was kind of how he got his big start. Yeah, I think he was just doing stand-up before Weird, that right? and scored uh, that show. Yeah. Know, it's so bizarre. Yeah. If you go watch like old clips of that show... Because he's just like a bit part of that show, and it's yeah. just terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like not funny at all. The show's pretty funny, but they always got yeah. put up against these like Seinfeld and shit. They always yeah, got like real yeah, yeah. bunk ass time slots Indeed. and stuff. Yeah, do you like Seinfeld? Of course, just, yeah. love Seinfeld. Seinfeld was huge for us. Seinfeld and The Simpsons is like yep. the basis of all of our 
material. That and Conan. We were big Conan fans. Love Conan. Yeah. Love Conan. Did you ever watch, I'm assuming you watched Curb Your Enthusiasm then? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's Hell yeah. So fucking great. Huge fan of that. Yeah. Have I think you, they're going to make more. I heard they're doing one more. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure, man. The last couple of seasons are fucking some of the funniest ones, man. I yeah. thought like 9 and 10 were equally funny to I, anything I that's think been done. Larry David might be my spirit animal. <laughs> his constant, I would love to meet that His guy. constant yeah. annoyance by everything. I can, I can kind of feel that sometimes in my bones. Have you ever seen, so it's an HBO movie that they made called Clear History, starring Larry David and John Hamm? Yeah. Yeah, I that's think I a did. fucking funny ass movie. The whole premise is basically like they create this electric cars before electric cars were a real thing, mm-hmm. and they gave it some stupid name. And Larry David's like, eh, I don't like the name, you know? It's a yeah, classic Larry, Larry David. David. <laughs> so like, fucks off it. from the company. I think he wrote oh, that did movie. he? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Could be. I do remember right. that. What was that? Like seven or eight years ago? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Maybe yep. like yeah. I do remember that. Right when John Hamm was really at his peak of yeah. being super famous. Peak yeah. Ham. Peak Ham. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bad name for you. We are peak ham. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, what's on the fucking docket for you? You said you want to play more shows this year. You got anything booked? Nothing booked. Like I said, we we're going to try to get something in Bowling Green for April. Yeah. Uh, and then aside from that, it's it's trying to get the um, like the, the sizzle reel thing going and send mm-hmm. it out to people. I, I would even know what the best way to send it out is, but like either through YouTube or uh, through Facebook or, yeah. or just through people that I know. Like, hey, you know any bands send it to them kind of thing but yeah, yeah. that's really what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to f- write some new songs get some new shows hell yeah man and that's it for right now and just see how that goes so where do people find your shit then you got your youtube channel yeah so uh i think all of my social media is bruce for music oh nice, um, so nice, youtube nice. is bruce for music my uh, email is bruce for music at gmail uh facebook bruce for music basically any, any anything like that and you can find my music on Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, all anything. So like all that. the streaming because you brought uh, yeah. us some CDs and shit. So you got yeah, it's all up on there. Um, but yeah, pretty much anywhere. Like I said, I, I'm I'm starting. So with the YouTube channel, I want to start doing some drum videos where mm-hmm. I just do like in my basement, just playing through yeah, yeah. Uh, a bunch of songs, doing covers, yeah, just whatever, and doing that kind of stuff and put it on there because I feel like that would be a good way to link yeah to it all. Yeah, it's fun, man. I started fucking around with that too, and now mm-hmm. with the moving over here i should be able to do a little bit more of it because it was tough to like uh keep that going mm-hmm. you know but yeah it's it's fun and it's an easy way to just keep creating content so <laughs> excuse me <laughs> yeah well if anybody whoever's listening if you get a chance to see brucifer play live it's fucking awesome i really enjoyed it for real and uh I appreciate that. Yeah, man. And check out your side. I wouldn't fucking bullshit you, honestly. But like I told I told you right when talking to Tony at the show, I was like, dude, I gotta get this guy on the fucking podcast, man. I was like, this is just so fucking awesome and funny. And (laughs) I appreciate that. You know, and being a drummer, I was just like super into it. So Mm -hmm. uh yeah, man. So fucking thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. Hopefully we'll see you soon at a show and stuff. And go check out Bruce of her shit because it's fucking great. That's it. All right. (laughs) Peace, bitches. Peace.